You are Locked On Hawks Postcast, part of Locked On Atlanta on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Hawks Postcast, your home for the best Hawks talk. It's local insight you can't get anywhere else but right here on Locked On. I am your host, Tanitra Batiste, and alongside me is Deshaun Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat fit plus infections. Get your bag at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. The Locked On Hogs postcast is also part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, we'll deep dive with the and one a little bit later. And also, but first, let's talk Tease and Tate's take on the Hawks' exciting, exhilarating, scary 120-119 win tonight to Sean. Tell me your top takeaway from this Hawks' magic game. From what I told from you in pre-brief, you feel like, oh, the Hawks had to dig this one out of the mud. Yeah, they uh, they definitely put you on the edge of your seat. You know, some people, they kind of like a little bit of a thriller type game. Some other people are just like, I would be okay if it just wasn't that close. Um, I'm probably somewhere a little bit in the middle sometimes. But no, I mean, listen, this was one of those, I guess that's what the, the, the cool kids are calling it nowadays, get it out the mud. I call it taking the elevator up. I'm sorry, taking the stairs up. No elevator, no escalator. Um, they worked hard for it, you know. I, it, I've noticed that when it comes to the third quarter, and I'll elaborate on this a little bit more later on, but the men are separated from the boys in the third. The championships are won in the third. The you, you know the th- things are just different when it comes to that third quarter, and that's where we saw the Hawks slip uh, uh, quite a bit, and um, obviously found a way to make up for it in the fourth. But I just love the grit. I love the grind. I, you know, sometimes we don't always, when you think Atlanta Hawks basketball, you don't always think like just that rugged and just overly physical and just grind it out and just the glue and the guts and just all of that kind of stuff. You just maybe finesse, but you know, it's, it's, it's ATL. They're going to put on this entertainment, this and that. They was like, they weren't afraid to get their fingernails dirty tonight. And I loved every yeah. bit of that because I thought that it was needed. It was necessary and yeah. against a much, much better team than people think Orlando really is. I think the same. It, it's such a much improved team. I love Bancaro now in his second year. Cole Anthony's coming of age. The, the Wagner brothers are definitely going to give people fits as we saw throughout international play this past summer. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's one of those teams that'll be surprisingly good to most people who aren't watching the game each and every day. So I think you and I figured this was going to be a bit of a battle and a dogfight, but I think others were probably like, why are the Hawks having this much trouble? Well, A, first of all, like we spoke about in our last postcast, they always have trouble with the Magic. This isn't anything new. They had trouble with them last year, and so we didn't expect anything less than what we saw tonight because this is a magic team that for the most part is now this is their second year as a core so again we thought it was going to be a fight i like what you said about the third quarter though because it's very interesting it's one of those where normally you want to kind of take the the knife and kind of churn the knife if you will and or put mm-hmm. the dagger in especially if you're going into halftime with a four-point lead like the hawks did now orlando outscored the hawks 29 to 20, but I think to your point, 
it was still a grimy, gritty 29 that Orlando mm-hmm. had to score because they scored 34 in the first quarter, 35 in the second. But the telltale sign to get them to have scored six points less than the third was it was almost like, hey, we're about to trend in a direction where we're going to start to force them to taper off, which they did because the Hawks only allowed the Magic to score 21 points in that all-important fourth quarter and to get that one-point win to kind of eat by them. The other thing is we like to give credit where credit is due. So, you know, I don't know if Trey Young heard me from Mexico City (laughs) or if he was listening to our postcast a couple nights ago and took it very seriously, but we talked about some of the woes that he had with scoring efficiency and effectiveness on the floor through those first seven games of the season. You don't hear numbers for Trey Young in the 30th percentile when it comes to shooting from the floor. You definitely don't hear anything near 20% ever when it comes to him from the perimeter, but those are the, the, the averages going into this game. And so finally, the Trey Young, the 11 that we're accustomed to seeing, that guy showed up, especially in the first half tonight. Yes, he finished with 41 points, but he had 33 in the first half, and it was the way he got to it, Deshaun. My takeaway is when Trey Young is on in every aspect, I don't care if it's a one-point win, it's probably going to be a win because just like I dug into the numbers a couple nights ago, we're talking about efficiency. Nine of 14 shooting from the floor, 64.2% in that first half, four of seven from three, and a perfect 11 of 11 from the free throw line. And I always like to say, as much as we like to call him a three-point assassin, when Trey Young is perfect from the charity stripe, it is always a good thing. And then, of course, he rounds it out with eight dimes and five rebounds so and two steals. So really all-around game. So my takeaway was just when Trey Young plays an all-around game, I'm always going to put the money on the Hawks to get the dub. Como se dice all-around game in Espanol. You ain't think I knew that much, Tanisha. You ain't, I, 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 I pulled a fast one on you. I know that you ain't think I knew that much. Listen, <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey Young um, needed this game. Yes. Um, I'm a believer in that. And I think that it helped his confidence. I think that it helped, you know, pick the team up. Uh, some people might look at this, you know, from a, a perspective of, you know, pessimistic or glass half empty. But I think that there is some optimism when I say that there are instances where you really don't know who's going to be the person to step up on any given night for this team. And that's ultimately going to make them a little bit more difficult to prepare for. Um, you know, Trey Young was obviously crazy, especially, you know, in the first half. I think another piece is just to take away from uh, if you watch Orlando, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying before, you watch Orlando this year, you would know how good that our Orlando has been playing against some of the yep. better teams in the NBA and even on the road. Technically, mm-hmm. I guess it wouldn't be super technical. This is technically a road game. Right, right. Um, that being said, if you go and look at some of the numbers and the statistics and just watching the way that Cole Anthony has also been playing and his contributions and productivity uh, in the games that they won this year, it, that was very big for them. But I think in these, you know, situation like tonight, you didn't have that big game from somebody that usually gives you that energy boost off the bench and so forth, like a Cole Anthony, the way that he can be a threat with his athleticism, his fearless play amongst other things. And Trey Young just obviously got the better from him tonight. So I thought that that was something else that was definitely uh, very telling. And um, listen, I, I just, I appreciate the, 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 the grit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, 
that part and, and it was it was it was tight for the most part uh, in a large way like even though Atlanta ended up going up at one point in time by 11 yeah uh, it never felt like Orlando was completely out of the game right uh, that would be something where I would like to see Atlanta kind of take off on them a little bit more mm -hmm. and extend the lead uh but yet still a team coming all the way back and then you finding yourself down by 11 and you cut that deficit and end up winning the game. It's it's a plus plus. You don't love you don't want your wins that way, but but you a damn sure take them. Right, and we'll talk about that in the and one the confidence versus the concern on doing this type of cardiac kid situation. But I love a, a tweet that the Hawks just sent out where it says literally down eleven, as you just mentioned, with eight minutes left in the fourth, we sign up for forty eight, and that's the truth because that's the definition of a grimy gritty team like. All right, fine. We were up 11. Now we're down 11, but give us all 48 and let's see where we land. And if you land in the win column, then that's what matters. Also, an amazing night from Trey Young, pretty much wire to wire. But sometimes it's not just about an amazing night wire to wire. It's what you do in the moments that are amazing. And that was DeJounte Murray. Only 16 mm -hmm. points tonight. Pretty quiet night, except for the last five minutes of the game, starting around that five minute and 10 second mark he goes to the free throw line and yes he makes uh, misses the first but he gets the second and then just about every minute from there you see some big time plays from DeJounte Murray he gets the ball back at the most critical juncture and of course you know had some assists along the way but at the 31 second mark and this goes back to something that we've talked about before and how this backcourt is learning to play together and it's the Trey Young was one of the hot hands. You and I will talk about the other hot hands in the next seg, but he was one of the hot hands. He was the hottest hand of the night for the Hawks. And yet 31 seconds left, he finds DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray drains the three and that's game. That's the other key component here. That's a different de definition of grimy and gritty. Gritty is when I'm not going to finesse the ball and try to just find an open three for me. I'm going to see where the open man is, even though I know I have the hot hand and I trust my guy in the backcourt to get it done and he gets it done to the tune of 120 to 119 now when we come back we're going to deep dive a little bit more we're going to talk about that defense that consistently inconsistent defense that made Deshaun Tate smile tonight and we're going to talk a little bit about a guy from the bench mob that showed up in a way Deshaun was pleased about as well but before we do that let's talk a little bit about eBay Motors All right, I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to partnerships, eBay Motors is definitely that. They teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every single week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see how Josh has picked out, or who rather, Josh has picked out for us this week on eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. So let's talk a little bit about some of the young guys, some of the newbies, and we'll start with Brandon Miller. He should be starting for the rest of the week while Terry Rozier recovers from his groin injury. He becomes more interesting for fantasy teams. And then you go with Dylan Brooks. He sh his shooting will not stick. No shock there, but Ime Udoka is pumping a lot of minutes into him. He's getting steals and he's playing his role excellently. Dylan Brooks definitely understands the assignment. Also, Bismarck Biombo with Xavier Tillman now dealing with knee soreness. He's another guy that keep, could keep getting starts and bringing boards and blocks to your fantasy team. And I'll give you another name, Jordan Hawkins. He should keep a starting role with the Pels. 
And they're dealing right now with a lot of teams are dealing with some early injuries. They've got a myriad of them. So shooting might fluctuate with Hawkins, Hawkins, but again, because of the fact that he's moving into more of a starter's role, he's a guy that has some appeal and may indeed be added to your fantasy. So again, if you need the help, Josh Lloyd is here for you. He's our locked on fantasy basketball guy. He's going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a champion team is about each player being a perfect fit, just like it knows for your vehicle. And I've told you guys before, I've definitely utilized them to get parts and it has worked to my advantage. When I had a break situation about a year ago or so, that's where I went because I wasn't about to overpay for breaks that I not counted on having to need at any time. And eBay really rescued me and saved the day. So with 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, etc. eBay Motors has it. And with their guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. All right, Deshaun, you know what time it is. It is the deep dive hour and one. So tonight's 120 to 119 win saw the Hawks battle back from a double-digit deficit for the fourth time this season. Now, you teased it as we were getting out of that first segment. And that is perspective is everything. So for you, are you more confident? because the Hawks were able to battle back from an 11-point deficit to get the dub? Or are you more concerned that they keep having to battle back to get wins? I would say that I'm confident. Um, I'm, I'm certainly probably closer to the gray area on that than the Fair. person who's probably overly confident. Um, but I am confident. And the reason why is because, you know, there is – um, you know, we're still talking about, you know, less than 10 games. Yes. Um, however, you know, still developing and establishing chemistry between, you know, probably the two most important positions on the floor and just in this sport and what it has to offer being the point guard and obviously the off guard position as well between DeJounte and Trey. Um, and then you start factoring in still getting used to a new coach and the scheme and the system and all of that kind of stuff. So when you have this ability to be able to do this, um, I think that there is a plus to that because I feel like, you know, you can only go up from from here. There's going to be some signs. Let's not, you know, let's, let's not act like this thing is going to completely disappear. There's going to be some moments. There's going to be some signs where there's going to be some struggles and and, right. and everything that I'm saying is almost going to be like, well, where is that? Um, but I think over time, as you see them continue to correct it and go through some of those issues, have some of those struggles, have to overcome some of those hurdles, if you will. They'll learn from them. They'll grow from it. They'll move forward. And then um, they won't make them nearly as much. One of those issues tonight, uh, Tanisha, was certainly the turnovers. They've been doing yeah. such a much better yeah. job at the ball recently, and tonight just wasn't the night. But uh, yeah. I'm sure that they'll get a chance to correct that. As we mentioned you know, before, Orlando was one of the better defensive teams in the league. Indeed, indeed. And you're right. 18 turnovers is very uncharacteristic of the Hawks, but you're going to have those teams that just know how to pickpocket and just know how to make you 
turn the ball over and then they can score the ball as a result. So that's going to happen. But I think you make a great point. As you begin to build character and as you begin to build your identity, one of the identities that you want to build is the ability to come back. We talked about this a couple of nights ago. Of course, it didn't quite work out in their favor against the Thunder. But last year, this is a conversation, and we even talked about it on our Atlanta basketball party with our guy Jarvis Davis, how last a year ago, you wouldn't have even thought a comeback was a possibility. I mean, really, you wouldn't have. But this year, you're thinking, okay, that's definitely a possibility. They're never out of it. That's the kind of thing that down the stretch is going to be important because you're going to have that confidence that I spoke about when it's 31 seconds left in the game and you're down two and Trey Young could easily try to find his shot, but instead he tried to find the open man. That's the kind of thing that you want to see more often than not, especially when you're talking about comebacks, because those are the moments where if you're trusting eight games in, I'm going to say you're probably trusting 82 games in as well, which means that we're going to see you in the postseason trusting in a, in a great way too. Also, I think one of the things that we talk about is how you win the game, like, you know, across the entire board, meaning not just what your backcourt is doing or not just what your starting mm-hmm. line is doing, but how are you winning this game with each player when he's inserted in the game? Is he doing his job? So seeing one of these massive blocks from Onyeka Okongu at a critical point in the game, you're doing your yes. job. Jalen Johnson, you're taking a charge like Quinn Snyder talked about and we mentioned in that first segment, you're doing your job. Do the job that you're asked to do in that moment so that if you get an opportunity with 31 seconds left to win the game, you walk away with a W. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going I'm to I'm tell you this other part too is that, you know, one of the concerns sometimes that I have for this team is that, you know, are they going to play down to the competition? Yes. I got a really good feeling that when they're going to play the Lakers and when they're going to play Denver and when they're going to play, you know, um, you know, all the really good teams in the conference, when they play Golden State, when they play Milwaukee, I oh, know yeah. I got a good feeling what kind of team I'm going to get. Yep. They are going to have that gritty and that griminess to them and they're going to come and compete. But, you know, will they will they treat Orlando like they're wearing Milwaukee uniforms? Will they treat you know, some of these other teams, Charlotte and some of these other ones, like they're wearing, you know, the Lakers purple and gold. Um, so, you know, I do think that we're going to get closer to that, hopefully. Um, we can get to that point. But I will say that, you know, it, it, it happens as a team effort. Uh, yes. And this team went out there as a, as a team tonight. Trey led the way. You know, last week was DeJounte leading the way. He was yep. 40, you know, 40-something uh, yeah. points as well. And, and Trey did a good job at sharing it. And you know what? I, I was going to say, we talk about Jalen Johnson enough, but I really feel like, I'm, even though we do, it's still just not doing, it's doing them a disservice. Right, it does, it, do, it does feel like it does it justice. It, it does, and it, and, it, and it really, really doesn't. When you start factoring in double-double, uh, about 20 points with nine rebounds, 10 rebounds, something close to that 19, 20 points, mm-hmm. you just, I mean, you got to tip your cap, you know, you to, to this dude because – when you start talking about the most consistent guys on the team, yeah. he has been the one that has been that for this team. Indeed. And um, I just definitely want to make sure, because I haven't, I'll be the first one to say to each, I'll raise my hand. You know, I, I, I haven't been the one that have had, always had the nicest things to say about Jalen Johnson. And I like to be transparent because in yes. this particular situation, I really do like to be wrong. Kudos to Jalen Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And you know me. 
I've been a JJ fan from day one. I've been rooting for my guy because I've been following him and and covering him uh, down with his play in the G League. So excited about that. Listen, I know. Well, that's not, what uh, Tanisha, that's because he's a Dookie. I know how much you love the Dookie. So yeah, and uh, in spite of himself, <laughs> in spite of his painful affiliation with that godforsaken team. Oh uh, no, but I do I do love any time a guy can humble himself and say, hey, I'm here to learn. I'm soaking it up like a sponge, and then I'm actually putting it into, into practice. Listen, I know we only got a minute, so, Sean, I'm deferring to you on this one because you point out the consistencies when they're there, and Jalen Johnson and Clint Capella drew charges late in the game. That completed the comeback. How pleased were you that the type of consistency you've been looking for on the defensive end of the court showed up in big moments tonight? It did. It didn't show up throughout the whole game like I would have liked to, um, you know, and especially when you talk about that third quarter, if you could sacrifice any other quarter, um, I might be a little bit more okay with than, than the third one. Um, yeah. and I, again, almost any other quarter. Um, but like I said, I mean, you know, when, when you still got things to work on and improvement, you know, that there's still, you know, to be made and errors to correct and amongst yeah. other things, still able to win a basketball game against a really good team. I mean, that's got to be saying something about you. And it starts on the defensive end. I don't think it was just that. I think uh, one of those plays, who was it? I think it was Oyeka Okongu blocked Markel Fultz, and, like, it just went crazy. This was some point in the second quarter. So between taking charges, getting on the ground after loose balls, doing all the little things, you know, creating second-chance points and – Rebounds. I know offensive rebounds. These two teams are top five in the NBA in offensive rebounds. I don't. I don't know if you have it right there in front of you or not as to uh, who won the offensive rebounding battle on tonight. But it's a lot of times those little things are very telling. It's not always about the points or just this and that. Sometimes it's those little things. I think Atlanta did more little things uh, than uh, than Orlando did on uh, on tonight, and that's a big reason why they're adding a number to the left side of the result column. Indeed, indeed. And that's probably just the one where they do pick it up because unfortunately they did get out rebounded on the offensive glass. But that's okay. That's something that they're working on and they'll improve. When we come back, we're going to go with who got next. But in the meantime, I want to tell you guys a little bit about how you can take control of your own health with Jace Medical. Now, with Jace Medical, you got to think about this. We spent a lot of time talking together, you and I, we get fired up about different things, wins and losses mostly, right? Who starts, who sits. But really today, I want to talk a little bit about things we need to get fired up about our health and how to improve it. I just learned you can get a one-year supply on easy medications. You realize what that means? Bring on the extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue because, hey, you know it's coming, but you're covered. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, Revatio prescription. It's possible because of your friends, our friends, my friends at Jace Medical. You can go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily meds. Remember, use promo code locked on at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace, quote, I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered. Remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. That's jacemedical.com 
and you'll use the code locked on for $20 off your purchase. All right, time to talk a little bit about who got next. All right, Deshaun, you know, this is when you and I have a little fun fun with it. Harry the Hawk stirred up a little controversy today with the team releasing a video for the OnlyFans website. You know what OnlyFans is featuring no, Harry no announcement for the in-season NBA tournament. Now, was this the social media admin team for the Hawks just having fun or Deshaun, were they doing too much? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm all about the creative. Not that I know a ton about uh, OnlyFans. Sure you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, you know, when you have creative ideas, and Atlanta's just one of those cities that is kind of known for just, there. It's, 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 it's a fun, it's such a fun city, and it's all about, you know, just new, unique, different, quirky little areas to promote Hawks and everything else. So, it's, I think you'll be really hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't think that, uh, you know, the ideas that Atlanta comes with are, are ideal and very fitting sometimes. Right. And you got to know Harry's personality. Harry the Hawk is, I mean, he's the guy who at NBA All-Star Games and when they kind of do like the All-Star um, mascots, Harry's always a part of it. And it's because he doesn't mind doing anything. He doesn't mind making fun of himself. He is very much the guy who epitomizes what this city is all about. So to me, I mean, it was a little uncomfortable because I'm not sure I like to see Harry doing kind of like a strip teasy type of situation because I know Harry, like Harry's my coworker. So it's a little tough. <laughs> but if Harry wants to get his sexy on, Harry wants to get his sexy on. Now, Willie Carswell Jr. was just telling us what he thought about and, and he's not necessarily talking about Harry, but I do want to give him a shout out because he said, hey, Tanitra and Deshaun, Ishray is that dude enough said, cannot agree with you more. Every time he shows us how chill he can be, how he will put you on skates and put it on ice, we are here for it, Willie. So thank you so very, very much for that comment and uh, appreciate you just, you know, rocking with Trey and recognizing the all-around game, because that, to me, is so critical. You know, I love to look at the box score. We both love to look at the box score. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it wasn't even just about the 41 points. It was the efficiency from the floor, the efficiency from the field, the efficiency from the free throw line, and most importantly, two steals, five rebounds, and eight assists. You can't ask for anything more from him. And just to piggyback off that, I mean, I know I want to run something fun by you again as well. But I got to go back to something that you said before, which was that was the same performance we got from DeJounte Murray last week. So to know that those performances can be interchangeable on any given night against any given opponent, I think that's also a good takeaway from this game. Now, that said, I want to take it back to something fun and funny as we get uh, leave on a high note. And I think it's fun and funny because Miami, I don't know about you. But Deshaun, there are like two games, maybe three games that I hate to cover because their fan bases work my last nerve uh, when they come to State Farm Arena. And this is one of those three teams. So it's for me, it's the Heat, it's the Nets, and you already know the other one. It's the daggone Knicks. Like their yeah. fan bases are ugh, insufferable when they come to State Farm, right? And probably because this, this has become a transplant city and we have a lot of transplants from uh, the tri-state area up top and also a lot of transplants from South Beach. But as a guy who's covered the, the Hawks for a number of years, 
What's that fan base that absolutely gets under your skin when they come into town and you have to cover that particular game? I think it's gonna be Knicks, and not even <laughs> yeah. just based, and it's not, and it's not even just based off of you know what most people base off of. You know when Trey took the ball, and it's, it's just always been that way for me. It's yes. always been the Knicks. I just, I, I, I can't, you know, I, respectfully, respectfully. I got a lot of friends. I got some fan, you know, distant Same. family. I used to live that up nature. that way. So hey, but it's just something about that 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 New York. Just ah, uh, I can't even begin to explain it. You got already know what I'm talking about. So right, um, there is that piece, you know, where most people feel like basketball was born. Everything's born in New York. America is. is New York. Basketball <laughs> is born and bred. It's still yeah. the mecca. All of that. So that yes, that kind of. That can be bothersome from time to time, Thank but you. Um, you know what? I, I, that while that might be the one, I'm really looking. You surprised me with the Miami one. I'm really oh, looking forward to this game against Miami. No, I really am. Uh, I will me throw too. this part out there in terms of what I think some of the keys to victory. Yes. Uh, they they found a way to go to bog uh, to go to bogey in moments where I thought that they really should have went during that OKC game, and he kind of. Yep. Gave me the feel like his hand was still pretty hot. They made some, drew up some plays for him. Over 50% from the field tonight. Over 50% from three tonight. That doesn't happen all the time. They put him in there. They ran some plays. And he got some good shots up. And then Trey Young on the defensive end. This Give is not a typo. You are not hearing things. No, we did that. actually saying exactly what you think yes. I'm saying. Trey yes. Young cutting off passing lanes. Trey Young playing defense. Yeah. I think you got to tip your cap. If not anything else, forget about the points. The, the 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 ability to lock down on defense, all that being an extension in the coach. I love it. Looking forward to it against Miami. I am too. And I think it's one of those things where this Hawks team kind of showed you what they were capable of when they played the Heat in that playing game last year. But we also acknowledge that it is a bit of a new look Heat team. So I'm very intrigued about that as well because you've got another – divisional matchup coming their way and you know when I look at the heat uh what they're, they're like four and four so they're kind of both in that same space of course the Hawks yeah. going into that game five and three so I think this will be a nice little test um and of course the heat won their game uh Wednesday night they played Memphis they beat them by six but Bam Adebayo absolutely went off 30 points 11 rebounds so I'm interested to see what Quinn Snyder is going to draw up to get him keep Bam in check uh, come Saturday. So I know both of us will be there and excited to uh, cover that. Of course, always excited to talk to you guys with a little bit of post game. So don't forget, we appreciate you always for stopping by this Locked on Hawks postcast. We are your home for the best Hawks talk. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. But also, don't forget tomorrow to check out the Atlanta Sports Party. And as always, congrats to the Hawks for getting a dub. And we hope that we're coming back to you guys Saturday night talking about another one. All right, Deshante, we'll see you. That's the Deshante dance you're going to see if these guys locked down on defense once again Saturday night. See ya. <laughs>